Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Haley. And we are Reels on Reels. This is the first episode of our third season. We've been at this for a while. For a while, yeah. It's uh, this is great. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, <laughs> new stuff coming. Yeah, new so. stuff. We're we're changing our format around a little bit. We're tweaking it from our season two thing where we were doing like spoilers and non-spoilers in the same episode. Yeah. So we're still gonna do that. We don't want to leave people behind who like want non-spoiler stuff exactly. because the whole reason we started doing this was to try to like have people see movies that we enjoyed. Get so, them interested in it. Yeah. 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 So instead of putting all that into one episode now, we're going to do a spoiler episode and a non-spoiler episode. That's just going to be me talking because yeah. Eric has a hard time. Trying not to spoil it. Trying not to spoil things. So I'll just keep going around in circles. So. Yes. You are yeah. currently in the spoiler episode. So we're, we're going to go in depth into the movie that we're talking about today. So yeah, but and, you know, when you look it up, it'll, it'll tell you which is the spoiler, uh, the, the non-spoiler one. Yeah. So, so that one will say non-spoilers or something like that. Spoiler free, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So today in full spoiler glory in this episode, we are going to be talking about the new Netflix film, Enola Holmes. Yes. Yes. We've been waiting for this for a while, yeah. Well, for a decent amount. Like, I didn't know it was even a thing until I saw a trailer for it. Yeah. And the trailer was, like, just super cool, and I thought it was right up my alley. You were so excited for it. You were. It was cool. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah. Like, as soon as we saw the trailer for this one, I knew I needed to see it. Like, just the style and everything, I knew it was going to be something I enjoyed. Or at least I hoped it was going to be something I enjoyed. Like, it could have always been not something I enjoyed, but... I was excited for it regardless. Yeah. So was I after you showed it to me. Yeah. The trailer that is. And yeah, I was uh, just waiting for it to come out. I was kind of uh, you know, anticipating that time. Yeah. Because cool. the trailer came out like a month before it. So we yeah. were like, when's it coming out? Yeah. So here we are with Enola Holmes now that we've seen it. And we get to talk about it. Yes. So we're assuming that you have seen it as well. So we're not going to give you what the movie's about. Yep. But <laughs> uh, basically Enola Holmes... Millie Bobby Brown sells this. Yeah. Like, she is the heart and soul of this film. Produced it, too. Yeah, she did produce it. Yes. I'm so proud of her. (laughs) Like, she's she's done so well ever since we first saw her, and it was really nice to see her have all of this given to her in this movie, because she got so much to work with, and she excelled at it. Yeah. And, yeah, it really gave her the chance to show her versatility, Mm -hmm. you know? So yeah, because like Stranger Things, Stranger Things shows a good amount, but I still feel like she's kind of restricted by that one Mm -hmm. because of her character. Yeah. Um, and then when we saw her in that Godzilla movie, that that was a total letdown. They didn't really do anything with her. She was totally wasted in that movie. Utilize her to her best best uh, ability. Mm Hmm. But this one, this one was so fun. Yeah. Like for one, she got to speak with her actual accent. (laughs) Um, and she got to have so much personality. And this yeah. movie really hinges on her personality. Yeah. Like, how do you feel like 
she influenced it in a way like i guess is what i'm trying to say because if we if there had been a different actress like how do you feel it would have been different i i don't know like i didn't really know too much about her as it is Mm -hmm. so to me this was kind of like a nice uh eye opener for who she really is Mm because like you said stranger things and godzilla i didn't really get anything as to how she is as an actress Mm -hmm. other than the emotional like you know how she portrays emotion and but having a massive speaking role Mm -hmm. and actually showing like her witty side and how she reacts and especially breaking the fourth wall type of thing yes which which we will go into a little bit more detail with later but she she really nails that yeah i thought that was like one of the best parts of the Mm -hmm. film for me and it really engaged me to keep you know watching so Mm -hmm. but yeah we'll, we'll cover that yeah so yeah because she really does go through a full range of emotions like she shows sadness anger wittiness that kind of thing so she and she humor yes and she goes through it all like so quickly yeah like Like on the spot like yeah well obviously on the spot but but you know what i mean it's like uh well i guess i mean maybe timing is what i was was looking yes the timing was perfect yeah she has she has some really good comedic timing yeah and it was really nice to see that and she also has some really great chemistry with um partridge i think is his last name i mean i wrote this down hold on <laughs> i had not seen him personally before this but lewis partridge he is, is, is he new or uh, he's been in a couple of things before this like paddington 2 and something called oh, okay. medici or medici but i've never seen any of that so he was a totally new face for me gotcha but they bounced off of each other so well in this yeah i think the chemistry between the two actors mm-hmm. uh was pretty good and, oh yeah and, and along with the the way the character developed between the two of them was actually mm-hmm. pretty, pretty the relationship great. yeah yeah like watching it a, a second time just recently before recording this it was kind of nice to see that whole like enemies to potential lovers thing like happen <laughs> like that's one of my favorite like cute. tropes in a way it was cute because they weren't like total enemies but she was just annoyed by him so yeah. it was it was cute to see her like be annoyed but like see okay so he's maybe not that bad yeah that was cute <laughs> yeah they were adorable together yeah they were mm-hmm. yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> how did you feel about henry cavill as sherlock well for one i like him right as mm-hmm. as a, as an actor um i thought that um he was good i th- i think they probably could he could have done a little bit more sherlock um, how so i just i just feel like he he wasn't um too straight edged maybe that's, but then again that's maybe sherlock. that's sherlock holmes like, yeah so maybe maybe that's like never mind that i take it back <laughs> He did fine. He did fine. Because like, I thought you were going to go into how like you wanted to like see more from him or whatever, like in the story. No, and no, I was like, no, but no. it's not his story. I, you know, I, I guess I don't know enough about Sherlock Holmes other than like the Robert Downey movies. Well, Robert and, Downey Jr. Sherlock is a totally different So Sherlock. maybe, yeah, because I don't know enough about Like I knew who, I know who Sherlock Holmes is, but I've never really read the book. So I don't mm-hmm. know. It, it, it does come across as too straight edge for me sometimes. And maybe mm-hmm. that's just the character itself. So if that's the case, yes, then is. he nailed that part yeah. quite well. I've actually seen a lot of people say that he has a little bit too much emotion as Sherlock oh, in this one. Okay, and they, they they did bring up emotion in, yes. the, in the film. We'll talk about that as well. Well, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah. I don't know if we're well, going to we get back around to that. Because yeah. I thought but, that was a cool part between the two of them. So. Yeah, well, we could probably just talk yeah. about it now then. All right. Well, yeah, before we forget. Yeah, well, speaking of emotion. Yeah, speaking right, of emotions. You know, um, Sherlock Holmes tells Enola, mm-hmm. you know, um, you're showing emotion. It's uh, unnecessary. Well, uh, when they were it's having normal 
huh? It's normal. Yeah. But unnecessary. But unnecessary, <laughs> right? And this is when 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 they first come home, um, after um, their mom disappears. Yeah. Right. And you know, and Noel's going through all these emotions and trying to, you know, obviously. And Charles just like, yeah. Then they had that conversation. It's it's like his way of saying, chill. Yeah. <laughs> And then later on down in the movie, when when, when she, you really liked when she was able to I, reverse it, I know, I, I love that. Like they, yeah. So she's mm-hmm. in that whatever boarding house, the boarding right? school, yeah, boarding the school, finishing school. And Sherlock, comes, you know, he comes over and 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 visits her, and mm-hmm. and he he says a few things to her, and she's like, "You're showing emotion." It's normal. But unnecessary. But yeah, and I, I love that that she's reversed, <laughs> and he kind of just stood there. And he 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 clearly <laughs> likes it, like uh. yeah. But then he's like calculated in his head, like mm-hmm. like that's one of the best things about his portrayal of Sherlock for me is that like he's he's like himself, but at the same time he he really clearly likes Enola and how she's just like him. Yeah, and he's reconnecting with her after so many years and realizing yeah. just how alike they are. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was kind of nice to see that like pride. And you see that like, progression his, yeah. too, like like the 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 you know initial of like when they first meet again after for so long that you know he hasn't come home mm-hmm. to like starting to like oh okay she's kind of just like me and starting to move towards that okay I, mm-hmm. I do care for her yeah and eventually being very proud of her after she solves the case right yeah like, like I, I, love I, I love that part at the end where she solves the case and she got there before him yeah. And then as he's leaving, he's like, ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once he finds out that she saw it before he did, mm-hmm. after the uh, the detective told him, like. How what? did she hear before you? I know, yeah. Yeah, he that walks was... away and his, like, face is, like, just this restrained smile with pride. And, like, all and he then, can really let out is the ha. <laughs> and then, yeah. Yeah. And that was right, right before the end credits, right? I think it was. It's toward the end. Towards the end, yeah. It's toward the end. Yeah. So I, I really liked that part. That was yeah, really cool. I liked their relationship there yeah. between that. Um, on the other hand, we also have uh, Sam Claflin. <laughs> I didn't even know that was him. Yeah, it's because of the mustache. It's yeah. totally the mustache. But he's he's in here playing Mycroft, Mycroft Holmes. And yeah. I, I really don't know that much about the Mycroft Holmes character. Like, I know more about Sherlock Holmes than Mycroft. Yeah. And I've, yeah. I've never seen the BBC Sherlock with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I've never seen that, and I think he might be in that show. I don't know. No, I'm not sure. I've never seen it I don't either. know, but um, I, I know, like, the goofy uh, Mycroft from the Robert Downey Jr. ones. Mm-hmm. And so this is a totally different version. No, he's pretty he's hard. He's such a snivelly jerk. He's pretty hard in this one. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I really like Sam Claflin for the most part, so seeing him be such a jerk like he played it well yeah he did a good job with he it. did a great job with it but i'm like yeah. i don't know how much i like this because <laughs> <laughs> that's not what we used to seeing him as yeah like i i got introduced to sam claflin as finnick in the hunger games yeah. and i just really like his like cheeky grin while he's being like a sarcastic butt you know yeah and so seeing him in this one where it's like that cheeky grin is being used evilly <laughs> i'm like oh no i don't know how i like this yeah. but he did it really well yeah Oh goodness! <laughs> like the whole time, it's like you're just like, no, not Mycroft, stay away. But I, I, I think you play that character quite well. Yeah, I'd so, say so. Yeah. Like it was at least enjoyable. Like I said, I don't know much about the character actually. Yeah. But it was enjoyable but, to see in the context of the film. Well, if their whole idea was for me to not like that character, they did a great job with it, and he did a great job playing that character <laughs> yes. that way. So. Yes. Good job on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man what what do we want to go with next like story wise like i know we really liked how it was the mystery aspect of it yeah 
Yeah. Like the mystery is fun because you sit basic. there. It was kind of basic. It is a but, basic mystery. Yeah. But it was still simple it was story. Simple story, but it was done really well, I think, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know. Like we like mysteries. Like we like trying to like figure out things and like you're, you're trying to solve something. Like you start off trying to solve like the mystery of the disappearance of her mother. Yeah. And then it morphs into this other mystery. That she kind of just got tossed into. Yeah, she gets tossed into it. Yeah. But then you're trying to figure out like who who is trying to kill this, this dude played by Partridge. Yeah. And like it was kind of fun to see that, like try to figure out the clues of like who is this killer guy being yeah. sent by. And not to mention like the killer guy was a, was a Burn Gorman. The guy, he was from uh, um, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Yeah, he was one of the doctors or, or scientists. Yeah, like he he's been around. It was it's, as soon as he like popped his head out on the train, I was like, I know that guy. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Like, yeah, he was really familiar. And, and then then, he, then we see him talk, and but, I'm like, it's totally that guy. It's such a contrast from his character from Pacific Rim to this one. He's just flat Men- out. He's menacing killer. in this one. Yeah, yeah, he's just all he is. Yeah, he's menacing. But like, we're every time we see him, we're trying to figure out who's like hired him you know yeah, so that was yeah. a fun mystery to try to solve and, and like the whole scene in the beginning when when uh the 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 uncle the mom and the grandmother mm-hmm. were looking for him right mm-hmm. and, and, and when they were like trying to stop the train yeah right and like like you saw um uh the killer guy i forgot his name i'm sorry burn gorman you saw him kind of like look through like just before he enters the he the train, gets on the train kind of like nods yeah, he, he gets on the train, like, in the background. You yeah. just, like, kind of see it. They barely show it. And you yeah. can tell you're kind of supposed to see it because then yeah. they do a close-up and he, like, looks out and, like, tips his hat at somebody. At somebody. And then they 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 focus in on the his, three, the, the family. family. Like, is and it when we were watching or? it the second time, we were trying to see if who, he who had, was, like, who is he looking at Or if anybody, like, kind of, like, nodded back or anything like that. But nothing. It nothing. Was just, it could have been any of them. So yeah. it's like, it, it kind of puts it in your head that it is his family yeah. who is doing this That's thing. That's what I thought at first. Yeah. yeah. But which member of his family? Is it yeah. all of them? Or is I it thought it was all of them. them. I thought it was all of them. Really? Because yeah. I never got that from his mother. His mother yeah. looked actually concerned. Yeah. I thought it was all of them. But we didn't know. Yeah. At first, like well, what at was first really you happening. Also, at first, at this point, you don't even know that he's going to try to kill him. Yeah. You just think he's like, oh, maybe he's like been hired to like follow Snatch him. Snatch him you and know? just take him back home. Yeah. We don't. And then like everything. It escalates really fast. It escalates <laughs> and it hits the fan when he tries to like throw the guy off the train. Yeah. And it's like, whoa, this just got really, he's really He's not here intense. to take him home. He's here to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so so you're watching this and you're trying to figure out like, okay, so who hired this guy? Yeah. And it's really fun to try to figure that out because the yeah. betrayal when you find out who did hire the guy. Yeah. Total betrayal. Like, yeah. grandma. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. The mom and the, the uncle didn't even really know. Yeah. You know, it was... uh <laughs> and it's like a double betrayal too because you're also like all of a sudden you're like oh yeah and by the way she killed your father too it's yeah. like whoa yeah yeah mind blown <laughs> man that was good yeah that was good like the last like 10 minutes they, they just give it to you yeah they're I like, don't even want to say the last 10 minutes but when that mis- <laughs> when that mystery gets solved man I was just like what <laughs> grandma no throughout the movie I was like okay maybe it's not the grandmother I was like it's you were uncle. totally set on it being the uncle. I was totally set on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was totally set on being the uncle. But yeah, I was proven wrong on that one. Sherlock yeah. proved me wrong on that one too. 
<laughs> he did prove that. So yeah, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's a detail only Sherlock would see, like the medals yeah. and like a picture in the photo in the paper. Yeah he, yeah, he wasn't in the country at the time when it happened. Yeah, so. like I wouldn't have known those medals were from yeah, the, but the grandma. War. Yeah, the grandma. And then she like shoots her grandson point blank. Like, oh, whoa. My God. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, I guess the 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 the, uh, the information is there. Like when she was talking to Enola as she's yeah. walking around, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm I was I, I was kept to to pass the uh, the family or the to maintain, uh, to maintain like the, the history, history of England. Yeah. Now it is. She's, now yeah, I mean, she wasn't lying. She was telling the truth. Yeah, like she she gives is, her motives right there. And so. her all, whole idea of killing him beca- is because he was going to be he was going to turn the vote into change. Yeah. And she did not want that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like watching it a second time when you see that, it's like, oh yeah. Okay. Like before the first time it's like, okay, grandma. Okay. <laughs> but, but then when you watch it a second time and you know the betrayal, like you're watching it, you're like, ah, uh, yeah. And then at the end, she's like, if you see my grandson, tell him I care about him. And I'm just like, why, <laughs> why would I bother telling him that? <laughs> well, it's because you already knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said it was the second time watching it. I know. I know. I know. Like the first time you're just like, okay, yes, yes, sure, grandma, yeah. <laughs> so concerned. She's mm. so concerned. She wants her grandson back so she can kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I was like, the betrayal. Oh, my goodness. That was a good reveal, though. That was yeah, good. that was, that was like a good that. reveal. Simple, but it was like it was good. Yeah, it's like, like you said, it's like spelled out for you, but yet you're yeah. still not expecting it to be her. Yeah. Oh, man. It's kind of like giving you enough but not really enough, so you're still kind of like, so who did it? Who, mm-hmm. who, who's 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 uh, who's making this all happen? Who's the puppet master here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now on that note, because we are talking about the grandma, and she does break the fourth wall herself <laughs> at <laughs> this point, which I didn't notice until the second time. I'm we were glad watching you showed it. me that because I wasn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I completely missed that one. Yeah, because like there, a big thing about this film is that they break the fourth wall like all the time, it's mostly Enola, yeah. because she's the one who's telling the story and she's like the narrator of a story that you're watching. Mm-hmm. So she breaks the fourth wall a lot and she does a really good job with it. It's a fun time. And at the very end when grandma's been had and now you know that she's the villain, it's like a wah, wah. And she like looks <laughs> at the camera. <laughs> like <laughs> At first I didn't even notice because it's kind of a dark shot. and But yeah. it's like it lingers on her just long enough while she like looks off to the side in shame and then up at the camera. <laughs> yeah. For like a second or two. And Not then, even two seconds. It's yeah. just enough before the frame the frame changes. Yeah. And you're like, did she just break the fourth wall? Yeah. I had to rewind it and <laughs> look like, it again. Oh, she did. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> was great. <laughs> that was like, I've been found. <laughs> yeah, I've been had. The jig is up. That's right. Yes. But like you said you really like the fourth wall breaking. Like I what did. did you have to I say I really enjoyed that? that part of it. Yeah. Um it, it, I mean, right off the bat. I mean, very first scene, she's on a bike, she's riding, she's and talking, she's, she's narrating it and all of a sudden you see her and she's looking right at the camera. Mm-hmm. Like I love that. She's given the background, and, the deets. I think the, the the main thing I really like that is because and the way the story is told, the whole time she's engaging the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, most movies we watch, we want to, we don't want to be like, we want to be engaged, but we want to also be like, be there, right? Mm-hmm. This one's more like she's telling you, telling you the story personally as you're watching it happen, mm-hmm. which was interesting. 
Yeah, I think right? it's carrying over from the book itself because it okay. is based on a book. Okay. And one of the aspects with books is that you get to be in the mind of the main character even. Ah. Yeah, like all the exposition paragraphs where they're giving you the details, yeah. that kind of thing. You get to be in the mind of the main character and okay. you don't, in movies you just have like that dialogue that's actually spoken. Yeah. So there are some things that can't really be illustrated in a movie the way that they can in a book. So yeah. I definitely think that the fourth wall breaking is trying to bring that in to really get you in her mind and to know who her character is i think it worked really well because I, I really enjoyed it mm-hmm, yeah like, i really liked it here you know and usually you know like like i said most movies don't do that and i'm okay with just watching the story unfold mm-hmm. but this one she's like talking to you like it's very personal like it's she's almost like an story. interactive movie in a way yeah uh, and because I just said it was interactive, there is one part in this that totally made me feel like I was watching an episode of Dora the Explorer. Oh, wait. I do remember you saying something. <laughs> because it's like she's in the middle of a predicament and she's trying to figure out what to do next. And she looks at the camera and like, do you have any ideas? And I was, I like <laughs> looked around like, am I supposed to answer this? <laughs> um, no. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so like th- there are a couple of times where it's like, okay, what were they thinking there? But <laughs> Well... Well, it worked really well. For the most part, yeah. it worked. Like there, there were a couple of times where it's kind of like, all right, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. aspect of it. I, I thought it was uh, very engaging, and and it it kept me really interested in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I loved that. I wish, uh, and you know, having a, a, a Netflix film, um, you know, really keep you engaged like that and actually really really deliver mm-hmm. another film like which is this is awesome like we went i want more of this mm-hmm. I, I, they need to put more stuff like this out yeah so and all home specifically or just other stuff just like other that? stuff similar to like the way it was it's it's told and mm-hmm. you know like like just in general good storytelling mm-hmm. very good storytelling yeah because i would totally be up for a sequel to this or a series of this yeah like well, something because this was so fun speaking of sequels i remember towards the end we were like you're like are they setting this up for a sequel because she's never found her mom yeah because it, it felt like the end of the film like they were wrapping things up and i was yeah. like well we haven't found mom yet yeah. there better be a sequel yeah like we have like and then like two seconds later <laughs> and two seconds later mom shows up yeah and that's definitely something I want to get back at. But um, before we do, while you were talking about the film being in- engaging, like I wanted to talk about the editing as well throughout okay. most of the movie. I-, I think for the most part, for me, I really didn't have an issue. I thought it was it was done really well. I mean, well, that's Jay- what I'm talking about because it yeah. works with that fourth wall breaking yeah. and keeping up the pace and yeah. keeping things moving. Mm-hmm. Like I-, I liked the editing a lot for the most part. Yeah. Now, granted, watching it a second time, I, I was, was able to see that when mom gets involved at the end and yeah. it's supposed to be an emotional moment, that quick paced editing doesn't really pay off there. Yeah. Because it's like the whole time we've been looking for mom and now we finally found mom and this should be emotional. And if thankfully we have some good, great actresses here who are delivering emotion because the camera yeah. work and the editing certainly is not. <laughs> it, yeah, I, and you mentioned the ping pong effect, and mm-hmm. that that kind of does break the uh, the um, connection between the viewer and and because it just felt like okay, let's let's uh, let's um, yeah, like at one move point- on here. And then there was like you were talking about the shots too. Mm-hmm. Like that, like they used the same two shots throughout the whole thing, and mm-hmm. it, it felt very ping pongy. Yeah, they were just going back and forth between like a, a medium shot here, and then switching back and forth between the two characters, and then at one point they hug for the first time in the entire film. And the daughter has been through so much at this point, and but the hug felt like so not impactful from it, a visual standpoint. 
go ahead and explain that. I, I well, know you explained it to me, but let's well, yeah, explain. because I rewound it and I was like, "You come here, I'm gonna show you something." Yeah, <laughs> she pulled me out of the kitchen. She's like, "You need, you need to see this." Itch. And I was, I was like, "Watch this!" And you got this movie, and they've been so far apart the entire time, and they they go to hug, and it's it's just the way it's edited, the way it's shot is not very impactful, and it felt like something where you needed to have a wider shot to show the distance between them, and yeah. as she comes in to hug her. Show yeah. that distance being closed in a little yeah. bit more of a dramatic way. Yeah, like that's kind of what I was hoping for. Like something that would have felt like a sense of relief. Yeah. Because the only relief that you really get in that hug is the length of time that they're holding each other. Yeah. And again, like because we have great acting from Millie Bobby Brown and Helena yeah. Bonham Carter. The way there. they deliver that. Yeah. Yeah, like it still kind of hits, but it could have been stronger. Yeah. When you say when you say the the distance between them, the wider shot, like you mentioned, would be really effective because. You, the way they showed it, it looked like they were only about a foot away, the way the camera mm-hmm. moved and connected to each other, right? Yeah. Where a wider shot would have shown the the, the distance between the two. Because from en- her entering the door and Helena Bottom Carter's by by the wall. Yeah, they're having the a room. conversation. They're like 10 feet, 15 yeah. feet apart. And she's slowly making her way. But, it, you know, just that shot when, when she comes in for the hug, it felt like it was like, she was like two steps away. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel like that distance is closing in. Yeah, it, it could yeah. have been much more of like a, a moment where she's been holding back this emotion this whole time and the stress of being a 16-year-old who gets tossed out in, mm-hmm. in, the, in the middle of London to fend for herself. Yeah. And now mom has finally shown back up and she just wants to, the relief of that. Yeah. It didn't really give that feeling. Yeah. And I, I agree with the wider shot. I mm-hmm. also, I think for me, if I was I was doing that, I would have held off a little bit before the actual motion to hug. Because mm-hmm. the way it was, it was like, it was already tight as it is. And all of a sudden it's like a second of like camera pull and her walking towards her and mm-hmm. it's the hug. It's like, Felt too abrupt. Yeah, it definitely could have just been been more impactful. Yeah. And I do feel the same way about that with a lot of Helena Bonham Carter scenes in general. Yeah, well, <laughs> you were mentioning that they did not have her enough. Like, like could they not her... afford Helena Bonham yeah. Carter for very long? Because she's barely in this movie. She's like a glorified cameo. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because her character clearly has such a, a big part in Enola's yeah. like origins, you know, like yeah. Enola has been raised by her entirely single handedly. Like everything that Enola Holmes was taught, Enola, Enola was taught mm-hmm. was by her mother. Like, yeah. I don't know what I was yeah. trying to say there. I don't know what sentence I was going for. But everything that she knows has been taught to her by her mother. That's what I was trying to there say. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You got yeah. It. So, <laughs> so like. It just felt like she should have been there a little bit more. And I know there was a lot of flashbacks with her, Mm -hmm. but I think I'm talking more about her own story. Because you start the film off and mom has disappeared. And -hmm. you find out that she's disappeared because she's got like this feminist agenda. She's a revolutionary and she's going to change the world for the better for her daughter. Mm -hmm. And that's why she left her daughter high and dry. And that's why she's like missing. Yeah, And then they kind of just toss that whole feminist revolution aside they kind of show a little bit here they show there. a little bit like they tease it but then they don't really they don't, show anything yeah there's someone to answer questions there for sure and definitely like you get the whole scene where you're seeing like oh they have all these explosives they're gonna plan on blowing something up. i thought they were gonna blow parliament up like uh, they're gonna stop this reform bill vote somehow yeah. like i don't know but but like we never 
hear about it anymore just like you see like, these flashbacks of mom with her group of like feminists who are planning something mm-hmm. but then what are they planning who knows because th- nothing happened yeah they never really go back to it yeah like it, it kind of felt like because the whole story is about enola trying to like pave her own path and not do what society expects of her or what mm-hmm. people expect her to do just to yeah. do do what she wants it seemed like there should have been a little bit more in the background of like what mom is actually doing, you know, like there should have been little, little breadcrumbs about yeah. this feminist revolution, a little bit more like what yeah. they were planning. Questioning, you know, yeah, the stuff, motives and, yeah. and like making up her own decisions about it, things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Stuff for Enola to kind of figure out like what mom is up to, but to choose on her own to yep. solve this other I mystery. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you on that one. Yeah, and then in the end, mom comes to her. Like I feel like that would have been a little, well, a little bit, bit of a better way to use. Yeah, the storyline. I, I think that would have tied it better because yeah. she does. Uh, when when the when uh, the mom does come back, she mm-hmm. does say, "I thought I was going to change the world." Instead. Yeah, but you did. Done, but you did. Mm-hmm, because yeah. she saved the guy and influenced. If there the was vote, a little yeah. bit more information or character development with with the mom's character leading up to that point, that would have been a lot more impactful. I think mm-hmm. that's what you're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think her talking about like that kind of you know circles back into what the whole thing was about, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the mom and what she, why she's doing this for her daughter, mm-hmm. but finding out that her daughter's the one that actually made the change, and you know mm-hmm. that you know however you want to look at it right yeah but yeah i think just the missing information and kind of leaving behind the whole mom story out of it mm-hmm. after after a certain point kind of like you kind of lose track and all of a sudden they bring it back at the end you're like oh yeah yeah but, she was like I, I thought i was gonna change the world and i'm like did you yeah how we don't know anything else after <laughs> like, that but you know, after a certain point like so. i'm seeing a lot of behind the, sch- the behind the scenes scheming but i'm not actually seeing like what what she was planning on doing yeah you know yeah we don't find out any more about it yeah I don't know. so in a way i do kind of wish that they had kept the search for mom for a sequel yeah well, you were talking about this could have probably been a good like series too it definitely to it, it could have been yes expand the story a little bit yeah because like yeah. i was i was kind of glad that they showed mom at the end but at the same time leaving that for a sequel like for her like maybe enola at the end she she figures like she figures out this case this was her first case that she solved and now she gets back to the one that she really wants to solve and that is where her mother is yeah because she's gotten a a little bit but she never actually found her and they kind of just throw that in at the end and i do feel like it may have been more impactful if the second film had focused more on it because like they passed the reform bill at the end but that's only the beginning of it yeah it's like there's still so much room left to do because like yeah. you got like the finishing school thing and you're seeing what women are being forced to do because the whole revolution of this was feminism specifically. Like I know that they, they did a okay job with diversity in it. Like they could have been better, but they did an okay job with diversity. But the film's focus was strictly on feminism mm-hmm. and a very a very small portion of feminism, not even like a... I'm I'm forgetting the word I'm thinking like a cross cross sectional, gosh. Oh. <sighs> I know there's a word for this, but I'm blanking on it at the moment. But yeah, it's a very very closed section of feminism, yeah. like a, like a white feminism type thing that they're focusing on with this, and it's very very niche in that way. Okay. But they could have expanded on that much more. Yeah. But yeah. Regardless, though, the film is yeah. fun. Oh yeah, I enjoyed it. That was wonderful yeah like it, it's got its flaws i think it's open to where it could have been better but like this is one of the better netflix films i've seen this in a year. very long time yeah in a yeah. very long time yeah 
very engaging. Like I said, I think that's one of the best parts for me is how engaged they get you uh, mm-hmm. on it. And um, yeah, just seeing a, a Netflix film at this caliber was really nice to see again. Yes. It's been a while since we've seen something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yes. Definitely wonderful. Absolutely. And, and I had, I had, I was a, I don't expectation wise I w- wouldn't say that I really had high expectations I didn't really know what to expect but I was really excited to watch this so I wanted to have fun that th- was my yeah. expectation and my yeah exactly and I just you know you know how I am when I'm I'm waiting for a movie to come out I'm expectations are high for me but in a different way because I don't know anything about it mm-hmm. what this was you know who this character is or whatnot and not 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 like expectations like a movie like Avengers that's been running for the, the last like seven eight years right mm-hmm. so you're looking for a better one for the next one mm-hmm. this is more like I don't know anything about this character but I'm excited to see what this is going to be about from from the trailers that I saw mm-hmm. so there's still expectations that I, I they need to be met mm-hmm. and I'm glad it actually met and exceeded that for me yeah so yeah I, I I'm looking forward to seeing more from Millie Bobby Brown yeah me too. Like she's great. Yeah, I versi- versatile. That's yes. all I could really say. I, I think she was very fun to watch. I think she's a great actress, and mm-hmm. she's very versatile. I think she'll do really well. Yes. You know, and it does be one of her might be her first producing role as well. Maybe I'm not sure. I'm uh, yeah, not I'm sure. not sure. But I mean, that's great. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And she's already got her hands on being a producer, and mm-hmm. that is she's got a good career ahead of her. I'm, I'm looking, looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. Yes. So, so yeah. many great things going to come from her. I'm excited. Yep. So. Oh, gosh. Well, we should probably cut this one now. Yeah. So, yeah. gosh, we, we really like this one. Yep. <laughs> Recommend it. Go yes. watch. Oh, you've already seen it. Duh. You've already seen it. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah. S- we're still getting used to the format change. So, bear with us right yeah. there. But, yeah. Un- until next time when we talk about some more films. Yeah. I'm Haley. And I'm Eric. And we are Leels on Reels.